guys, and welcome to the latest episode of The Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge, and I'm with my co-host, Adam Callow. You sound like you're doing a reading of someone's <laughs> diet. <laughs> and uh, we're sorry uh, today that in time with 17 people, now I'm not going to There's a sense of urgency about today's episode, Adam. One, because it's nearly nine o'clock, uh, but the other reason is I just feel there's a lot of I don't want to say like stress or tension, honest, mate, but there's say it as it is. But you've uh, uh, you're a little tired, so maybe that's a little bit of it. But you're also you said to me, <laughs> do you want to manhandle that mic anymore? <laughs> you also said <laughs> to me, me two hours with it. <laughs> you said like you've been busy as hell, but feel like you've got absolutely nothing done. Yeah, I think, the, like I think a, the correct vernacular is I've got fuck all done the last two weeks since getting back from America, yeah. and it's really getting to me. And I was like, well, cool, should, we, should, we should talk about this. And you're like, I ain't got time. I was like, this is the exact <laughs> thing you should be talking about. So let me set the scene for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to give them the spiel of what this show is? Because we've kind of just dived into the conversation. Yeah, no problem, guys. If this is the first time you've tuned into this podcast, this is where we do share the highs, the lows, and all the learnings of what it's truly like to build a small business trying to become a big one. Um, We've been doing this for six years now in a business form. We've been doing the podcast for 300 plus episodes. um, And I sort of like listen to podcasts religiously six years ago as we started this. And one thing that I thought was missing in the podcast world was just like the honesty of what it's like because there's this there's this idea that everything becomes a unicorn and no one's showing the, like, the true in the trenches what it's like to build this thing called a business and that's what we're trying to do on this show. The The network is called NBS, which stands for no bullshit, which means we get the highs, the lows and everything in between. We're not holding anything back. Um, we try and be extremely transparent because at the end of the day, if someone can listen to this podcast and rip my business off, we don't really have a good business in the first place. Can you tell I'm extra sassy today? Mm, I can. And you were even trying to dodge the show today so i think um yep why tell me what you've been doing or tell me what you're supposed to be doing and tell me what you've been doing instead cool so, so assume you've just been doing tasks as opposed to the actual shit that you need to get done so there's a number of different things that are going on that haven't helped obviously we went out to the states with a client um that was an amazing yep. piece of work enjoyed that but obviously when when out there there's still a business to run there's still a day job to do yep so that results in the definition of burning a candle at both ends is sort of like doing the day job in the morning while time zones allow. Um, so then you can be there for the team, support mm-hmm. them because there's a lot of stuff going on. Then I was also spending an hour to an hour and a half a day uh, being like a project manager on an office move. Like trying to, <laughs> trying to like work out where we are in the whole process, what's been moved across, have the walls been painted and just putting fires under everyone just to get this thing done because mm-hmm. I'd, I'd given a very, very short deadline for everyone to get this this like whole move worked um was there a reason for the short deadline because obviously we it's it was the patience man i'm like just i i i'm very aware that in the old office it's not a great working environment Mm -hmm. and i don't want to get into the end of like q1 this year and still just be settling into the new space Mm -hmm. like we have to move quicker as a business there's a number of factors going on right now in in the industry as a whole and we've had a luxury of being able to sort of like carve our own moat around the business over the last five six years and I'm just very aware right now that the space is getting hot and interesting, which means there's there's other people coming into this space mm-hmm. with lots more capital than we have. Um, and probably for, for the first time ever within the last couple of weeks, I was like, fuck, we actually need to move faster. Like, And having that realization just means, cool, let's just put fires under everything and move quicker. Yeah. And that's where like the whole frustration thing is coming in right now because there's some absolute basics within the business that I've been trying to get done that I haven't. And like speaking to Sam Wilcox last night, and he was like, well, if you want this, you should just do this, this, and this. 
and I'm like, I know. It's like, why haven't you done it? I'm like, I just haven't. And like, mm. my my annoyance, my frustration is coming in right now is because I feel like started off the year extremely well and focused, went out to America, got a little bit ill, did the office move, and like my whole calendar has just been like completely fucking destroyed. I've started to accept meetings that aren't core to what I need to be doing. I've kind of slipped back into the habits that I was trying to avoid last year. Yep. And as you do, just proper beating myself up about it. And just to be honest, like last night, I was probably in the worst mood I've been in a very long time. Like, because like you say, being like a task monkey, not getting any core work done. I've got some big old projects that I need to get sorted. And I put time in the calendar to do it, but I haven't protected that time. I've just allowed myself to flow into like other stuff that has been like requests from other people. So yeah, that's sort of like where the frustration's coming from right now. And I've got I've got to change that. Like I have to have to sort of get back onto that focus. Otherwise, uh, I'll get to the end of the quarter and we'll be no further forward. Like we've got some object. I think here's, what, here's where we are. Sorry, I think you were about to say something, but let me just rant for a little bit longer. Um, I think where we're at right now is because we implemented the objectives and key results in Q4, we did lots of learning. Yep. We came back in Q1 and we've done that again, and we're going to keep doing that. When I sort of look at the objectives and the key results, company-wide stuff, and people are really adopting it better this year. There's an accountability built in, which is great. I think because I have black and white, like what the mm -hmm. fucking things we need to achieve are, yep. and like we're, we're a month in, and I know it's a trigger. You're even more aware of the things that aren't contributing towards it. 100%. That is exactly, like that statement is exactly summarizes how I feel. Every time I'm doing something right now that doesn't feel core, I kind of just like absolutely kick myself. I'm like, why have I just spent an hour and a half on that? Why am I going to that meeting? Why am I doing this? I'm like, I just need more discipline. I, I need to level up now. So the qu the question is, how do you stop that from happening? Because, because it Because in theory, that's the that whole thing of like, why am I doing this? Because it's not caught and what my um, objectives are and key results. Is how does anyone, what's the process when someone realizes, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing this when it's just not, I'm I'm just wasting my time because someone's asked me to do something. I've said yes, when in actual fact, it's actually just costing me more time and it's not contributing towards anything important. What I did it in last year was basically call my calendar. Mm -hmm. So I just went through and I was extremely honest with a lot of people that I'd put meetings in for like Jan, Feb, March, April. I was like, listen, I've massively overextended myself. I'm stretched too thin. The thing you've asked me to do, I haven't got the bandwidth to do right now properly and I don't want to do half a job. So can we please just move this to later in the year? So I did that. So I cleared my calendar. That was good. Slipping back into old habits, just accepted meetings. I guess here's one thing that's interesting. Do you know how much I valued my coaching last year? We spoke mm. about it on the mics. Yep. I ain't been once this year. Wow. Yeah. I thought you booked in the next session every time. Uh, no, because I guess you cancelled a session and then never booked back in. Or we yeah we had we had a session to to do at the end of last year, but I got ill, mm. just like proper ill, like no focus um, and then I went away he went away Christmas happened um, and then I just haven't picked it up don't even know why so I super value it but that's like where I'm at right now I'm like oh, come on Adam like, I'm surprised he's not this. I'm surprised he's not sent you he sent me a message he sent me like a he sent me a message which was like hey how are things do you want to get booked back in and I was like going to America doing this getting back and I'm going to get in contact with you then I walked into Nando's and he's there having a meet with someone else I'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Gav and he, sorry he, sorry, Gav I thought this was uh, I thought this was that time <laughs> no, he had like a big smile on his face like he's cool like he he wants me to go on my terms and my time 
Um, he's not the sort of coach that will be like, listen, you're fucking up. Why not come in? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm surprised he'll he leave did, it to me. I'm surprised he didn't have like an absolute statement. that was like, hey, if you want to just throw your future away, then you do you. <laughs> not that There's sort of There's some sort of like... But yeah, but, but, and I'm like trying to work out like, because I hugely value it. Like yep. I got all the value. I was trying to work out why I haven't put that time in. Um, and I guess it just comes down to like, started off with all the best intentions, got knocked. Like my old thing used to be like, I get knocked off like the wagon and I'd mm-hmm. be like, fuck it. Especially with, like health and stuff we speak about on the, the Dad Knows Best podcast. But it's like, normally for me, it's like, let's just say my 10,000 steps goal that I'm doing right now for my health. Mm-hmm. Like I missed that one day by like 200 steps because I just forgot about it. So I'm 9,000 and I went to bed. Normally, honest to God, I'd wake up and that's my plan for the year, 10,000 steps a day for the year. I'd wake up like January 22nd. I'd be like, fuck, that's my year's goal out the window and just stop it. But that's Man. what I, that's normally what I'm like. I'm just black and white like that. I've realized that's a massive fault of mine because this is like a process. So and that that completely goes that completely contradicts the OKR system and process that we're implementing at work. 100%. So like for me right now, I'm like, oh, cool. Take I need to book some time in, reset, compared to just like spinning my wheels every single day. The thing that probably frustrates me the most is I booked Wednesdays as my day to do that, like mm. out of office, plan, think, business dev, big strategic stuff. Because I went away to America, I've made some bullshit excuses, which is like, oh, because I've been away, I need to spend some more time in the office and do this and do that. And I guess what what's happening right now is going into a new year with all best intentions, having the objectives and key results to measure myself on. And those two things are not converging, if that's the right word. They're not coming closer together. Mm. It feels like they're getting further apart. And that's basically given me a shed ton of frustration and anxiety right now. Um, office move, got three or four new highs to bring into the business. And I'm like, the highs aren't coming in, bottleneck on dev. I'm basically just seeing problems everywhere right now. And I'm feeling generally quite negative in the last sort of like two, three days that I just need to snap myself out of. I think, so interestingly, when you, because you've always come back from a coaching session pumped. Mm-hmm obviously he's asked you the right questions he's made you come up with the answers and he's walked away with all the money um (laughs) but like you always come back focused energized so and he obviously reframes how you consider a problem and it it sounds like because you've not again i'm kind of pinning this on just the just that but it's not necessarily always that but i know it i know it is with like health sometimes you you have one bad day and it all goes to shit Mm -hmm. but because you've not because someone's not been able to just sit you down for an hour and ask you the right questions and get you to just rethink how you're looking at the challenges that you're currently facing just on this kind of this downward trend Mm -hmm. of of emotion about how everything's going yeah and the interesting thing about like emotion will drive everything Mm. as in like my actions the attitude that I bring to the office it will literally drive everything so I'm now like I'm very aware of it it kind of like peaked opposite of peaked troughed mm-hmm. yesterday was like I need to sort this out and like so I was like just clear your calendar for a day and just first opportunity where I've got something like I can just actually clear the calendar just get away take your notepad and just have a day and get a bit more sleep and reset the stuff that I normally do like at Christmas and New Year and spend days and weeks doing it just top that up every whenever I need it basically and I feel mm. like I desperately need it now um, this feels like a therapy session for anyone listening, but this is generally what it's like right now for me. Um, 
And it's like bittersweet because there's so many good things going on in the business. And I'm trying to work out like why I'm not enjoying those highs right now. I'm just being sensitive to all the the fires to put out. I think it it's it sounds like you're getting frustrated with having to do things all the time and because you've not had time to stop and think it's just building up more and more frustration i think if you i I would say that if you can clear your calendar for a day and just look at everything because i know i i get the i get a similar feeling of um for me sometimes it feels like being overwhelmed with work slammed but we're absolutely slammed genuinely slammed (laughs) as well when i say that um, I don't say slammed lightly, uh, <laughs> but sometimes when I am feeling... The last time you said that to me, mate, I wanted to fucking slap you. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know. I think it was because I was just in a mood and I wanted to say, you think uh, you're slammed? Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Hey we're, hey, we're both slammed. I know. We're both slammed. We're different yeah. kinds of slammed. But like for me, sometimes I, I get like, I'm like, fuck it, I've got no time and everything is due tomorrow. But most of the time, all that takes is like a, 10 minutes to just sit back go through everything check everything on check everything off look at deadlines due dates and everything like that and look at what my actual workload is rather mm-hmm. than like I've got all this stuff and in actual fact it is a long list of things to do but some of those deadlines might not be for like a few weeks so yeah. in actual fact your really pressing workload is far less than you actually think but that that um, clarity only comes with taking 10 minutes to like shit I just need to sit down have a look at everything that's going on. This is you here. This is you there. I've got time to do this here. And just by having that time to rethink and relook at everything and when it's due, all of a sudden, what feels like a massive weight is suddenly lifted because you actually you actually suddenly realize, oh, it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, there might be something due tomorrow that I'm going to have to pull an all-nighter for. But once that's cleared, all of a sudden, I've got loads more breathing space to get everything mm-hmm. else done. So taking time out to think about what's going on and what's what's really getting to you yeah and not just like what's going on but having like the discipline to be like cool i've said these things are important but i need to pause them that's something i need to do Hmm. uh but also i guess one of the differences between like what i have to do and what you have to do is you have a set amount of work that you need to distribute across your calendar Mm mm-hmm for me, I'm like, I'm always trying to like drive things forward, but there's stuff that I haven't done. You know what I mean? Like I've committed to doing stuff and I'm like, cool, I'm working on this. Like I need to work on keeping existing clients happy and supporting the team. And I'm like, but, but I, I also need to be looking forward and doing all that, that stuff. But that's that's the internal battle that you've, you're facing becoming a CEO that's still holding on to probably tasks that someone else should be doing. Yeah. Like right now, the challenge that you're, it sounds like you're facing is you're trying to think of the bigger picture stuff whilst also dealing with account management. When in actual fact, if you had an account manager, that's one less thing. You don't have to then worry about keeping clients happy because you just need to show your face once a month or whatever it yeah. works out because the CEO just drops in and says everything's great. It's- but right now, you've got a lot of shit on your plate. And even like, even to the point, because I know uh, something you're looking into or at least need to look into is getting like a, I don't know what you call them, an assistant, a VA or whatever it is. Someone that someone that can manage your inbox, that alone would give you so much more time to just do other things that are more important. Because you spend so much time in your inbox, admittedly because there's a lot of stuff that goes in there. But yeah. if someone could just be a first line of defense to say this is or isn't important and then just give you the things that actually matter, 
If someone I could literally, every time something goes in my calendar, if someone went, Adam, is that really important and why are you doing that meeting? If someone asked me that every time, my calendar would be fucking free. Like, I'd be, <laughs> like, I'd be working on my own stuff all the time. Yeah. Here's what's happening. And it's like, oh, woe is me, company's growing and all that crap. I get that. Here's where we are. We're at a really interesting stage and I think it's just tried and true. We've hit this wall previously and we're gonna hit, we are hitting it again now, which is how you go from like 10 to 15 mm. to 20 people because you don't have the mid-level managers. Everyone, like you have a very, like, uh, have a lot of reports. I haven't delegated workload efficiently. And it's like this point now where I have to sort of say, no, cool, like I'm not doing this anymore. This is on you. This is on you. And just start offloading that stuff. And then I've got the flip side of it, which is like the recruitment side. Normally we're doing it ourselves. We've got Kelly supporting us with that. Those two things, I know, I know what I need to do. If I get those two things right, and just having the discipline with the team to say, no, like you you have to own this now. Mm-hmm. This is your responsibility. You've been doing it for a year. Like I'm not answering these questions anymore on this. Go and do it. Make a decision. And then whatever the decision is, whatever the outcome is, then come and speak to me after the fact if you need some support. I need I need to, like you say, delegate more of the tasks out, be more aware of my time. I basically, this whole podcast so far, I need to now step into another le- level of being a CEO. That mm-hmm. I am... Uh, that that curve, that learning curve, um, is as Fordy would have a go at me, steeper. Uh, technically, apparently, he said to me the other day, uh, a steep learning curve is incorrect because it would actually suggest that the time and learning, if that's the x and the y axis, it's steep, which means you learn it quickly. Like a slow, like a very slow learning curve is technically hard, and a steep learning curve is easy. He he was boring me to death with that the other day. I have, guess. I guess the question is, what's the x and y axis? Uh, no, so that, for a steep learning curve, it's. Are we saying that it's? Let's not do this now. We can draw it out. It's but time on the point, x and yeah, yeah, learn yeah, on there, the y. There is, there is a there is a thing where the where the uh, where the curve, if it goes past uh, it? like forty five degrees, it it technically is correct. Anyway, sorry, um, <laughs> but where I'm at right now is because I can see what I should be doing. Whereas last year, I wasn't aware of what I should be spending my time on. The whole summary of this is because I've got more clarity on what I should be spending my time on, there is increased frustration because I'm not spending my time on that. Mm -hmm. My job now has to be moving across from what I'm doing today to what I should be doing and then empowering the team to go and do that. I just need some better support from some of my key players in the team. Mark, I need some deadlines from you simple as that I, mm. I need to stop having these battles within the team and that that just has to be communicated to everyone within the company and don't get me wrong the team we've got today fucking love the team we've got today we're going to do some awesome stuff but right now we're going to be adding a couple of people in that are going to be core to the business to help us get there and we have to get the standards and all this stuff right mm. because I have I haven't got the energy to go up to like that 15 16 people mark again make all these mistakes and have people and like to bounce back and forward in this area it's so fucking draining like that's the thing where i'm probably scared right now of growing bringing in the people it being like the wrong fit because if we kind of like expand to let's say we had five people in the next couple of months and then we contract down because it didn't work it's a do you feel like it's a bit disheartening because it's like fucking we're not getting it right or yeah yeah because it's my job like it's my job to get it right this is it's not on anyone else in the team 
Like when it comes to like resources, whether it's cash in the bank, raising capital, bringing people in, that's like my job. And I'm like, fuck, the reason that I probably navigate towards doing other stuff is I'm really good at sales and marketing. Like I can do that all day. I can go and sell a client. Fine, I can bring the cash in. The things that make a good CEO is the stuff that I'm probably like just like moving to the bottom of the pile because I'm not that good at it right now. And I'm scared to make the same mistakes I made last time. I know the mistakes and I'm scared to make them again, but I just need to fucking get over myself and go and get it sorted and move quicker on it. That's probably what's going through my head right now. If it was like a therapy session compared to a coaching session, that's probably what would come out of it. Is to go to do it again and bounce back. Oh, I, uh, like the energy that that takes because I'll, we'll get to June, July, August, and like we have to, we have to be much further forward than we are now. Like this is the year we have to move faster. And I know like people are like especially in the starter community, like one thing I'm a big believer in is generally patience. But we've been patient for long mm. enough. Like we have to fucking go now. We're setting up the environment, setting up the office, setting up the culture to allow us to do that. We cannot be moving at the same pace we have done for the last couple of years. The market won't allow us to. We have to move quicker. And because I'm aware of that, I know what I should be doing. I just need to go and get it done. Do you think that... Because what came to mind was... um, Ben Francis from Gymshark because he stepped down from what was his what he, is he, he was CEO, CEO and now he's CMO so do you think that because sometimes people aren't necessarily suited to to level up in the role because if they're for example the best salesman on the road do, does it make sense for them to become a manager that no longer sells or set I'm not I think I'm butchering the analogy but you, you like taking someone off of the off yeah, of the you don't uh, promote your best salesperson into a sales manager yeah you just don't do it salespeople and sales managers are two different breeds of people the companies make the biggest mistakes in the world by saying our best performing salesperson will manage the team no no that guy's a fucking hunter mm. like you let him go hunt and kill and find the fucking food like that's what you let that guy do um, and to get to your point which I think you're making which is like Am I suited to become the CEO of a 15, 25, 50-person company? I don't have the skill set for it right now, but I'm not going to fucking stop until I am Mm. because that's who I want to be as a person. Like, I want to do this. I want to grow the company, and I want to have those skills to be able to grow this. I think so many people will get to a position, take Ben as an example, where Ben's an exception because they raised so much capital. There was a lot of pressure. He, He It was... He basically was like, hey, listen, like we've raised all this money. We kind of need to get a professional, mm. air quote, CEO yeah, yeah. into run this thing now because it's there's lots of facets to that business that he would have no idea about. Yeah. Great on garments, <laughs> but operations, distribution, yeah. overseas, all that, different beast. This journey for me is about becoming the best CEO I can and I want to build a really big business and I, want, I, I, I will really struggle to not be in control of my own business. I can definitely have a co-founder, 100%, would probably prefer to have a co-founder if I ever did something again, just mm. to have like a, a sounding board. But I can't work for someone else, man. It's not in me. Yeah, I guess you'd be re- relinquishing that control then by... Yeah. And there's so many learnings that I've had so far from this business that I just need to start implementing them. Because I think I mentioned on a previous show, like going to Gav the coach, like all the stuff that we discussed was in theory and in a notebook. And I'm like, great. And I went to him, I was like, Gav, I'm not doing anything with this. I come here, I learn, I go away and I feel good about it but I'm not actually then implementing it into business. So the last like November and December was about implementation of the stuff that I've learned. So for me this year, and you sort of like, it's a really astute point that you made is... Thank you. 
I'm <laughs> thanks for throwing me that bone. <laughs> I'm I'm personally on a journey of becoming a better CEO. Mm-hmm. I I know I'm able to do it. I just need to to do the work. Like it's not the thing where it's like natural talent that doesn't get you to become a good manager and a good leader. You have to learn. You have to apply, uh, and that's the thing that I'm aware I should be doing, and I'm not. Have you got a mentor that can help you with? this level up leveling up process um no but d- definitely should should look mm. for someone even to the point that i'm now looking for other ctos for mark to spend time with mm-hmm. so i'm trying to find ctos that are running dev teams of like 10 15 20 people something that's relatable and not like a 200 person dev team that he can go all oh, so this is the things that you worry about and you do in your day-to-day so mark can see actually as a cto the stuff that he should be doing like i probably need to go and spend some more time with founders that have gone mm. through the 10 to 25 like this 10 to 25 mark and i've probably just made it into something bigger than it really is in my head no, i think i can't remember i'm not sure if it was uh, lee wilcox that said it but about on the tools when they grew but didn't he say a similar thing that he got to hitting- the same, uh, 16 and 48 happened to him yeah um so it's ob- it's obviously uh, around the, these numbers is a, is a breaking point because you get to a certain scale yep. that and there's loads change. of books that talk about it and i can't remember the exact definitions where it's like you go from like a family to a tribe mm-hmm. Like and there's like these layers of like when the company needs to break and rebuild and add new new layers mm-hmm. of hierarchy and stuff in, um, but you have to do all that. It's not it's not like one independent thing. There's not a silo. It's not like you have to just grow the team. Like you have to grow the team and then grow the manager's abilities to manage that team. Otherwise, you just end up with like resource that's just spinning its wheels and just doing busy work. So the key learning for me is actually it's not a get better as a CEO. It's like in, improve the recruitment process and onboarding will allow me to get more out of my team but when I put someone underneath you and you manage them I need to support you better to then mm. manage your re- there's all these interesting facets yeah. that happen um, and they'll take loads of time and I guess the key, the key thing is for me right now is I know what I should be doing and I just need to carve the time out to do it as a business that is hiring and trying to do more there's always this thing and every small business will feel it like you want to do all this stuff but you're also very very aware of like cash flow it's like cool i with all the best intention in the world i could take three days off and go on some coaching and go on some courses and like all this stuff but there's revenue to be made there's salaries to pay and right now all the revenue of the business i'm accountable for so i need to go and do that so it's this constant balancing act so where we are right now is i am prepared to be more ambitious this year than I've ever been in terms of we have cash in the bank we've been profitable we're doing some good work I just need to spend more of that money bring good quality people in with a with a understanding that if I do my job properly yes we'll have some tough months but we can weather that but when we come out the other side I'll have a better team better process better resource I'll be a better CEO and then we can then level up there's a risk that we just don't do anything and we stay as we are and we just end up doing this for like this small incremental growth and then that, that just, everyone just gets tired yeah and i think i think with because it's becoming a hot space and there's more competition moving into the same sort of sector that if there's only so much of a niche you can carve, carve out before you'll just get eaten up mm-hmm. and i think that's and because of that then we need we need to be playing with the big boys yeah because otherwise they'll just eat us alive 
yeah, we need we need to move faster. Mm-hmm. Very simply put, because one thing we we do better than anyone is we build community and trust from our our members. Um, but you can only rely on that for so long. Yeah, like <laughs> you, I, need, I, you need to deliver at some point. I would never, I would never ever expect any of our members to stick with our service if there was a better service out there that supported that. Mm-hmm. Our mission is to help these guys run a professional and profitable business. If we're not the best people to do that for them, I want them to use a competitor because that's the market, that's business. That's why I fucking love business because the best person will win. It's fair. Like if we are second, third, fifth, we don't deserve the first fucking prize. Like that should put a fire under all of us in this team to be like, guys, there's someone out there to steal our fucking lunch. Are we going to let them do it? I have not worked this hard for six years to be fucking pipped at the post. So right now I'm like, no, like I, I like the taste of fucking blood in my mouth. I'm ready for a fight in the market. So I'm ready to just bet right now that we have the right team. I have to become a better CEO and move faster. And this is the year we're going to achieve some real, like we'll generally achieve greatness this year if I do my job properly. But I don't expect anyone to be like, we like Adam, we like Harry, we like Expert Trades, so we'll use their product if it's not actually supporting their business. Mm-hmm. Like that's not, we're on a really fair game. Business is a, a beautiful game because the best person wins. And like, I want to become the best person and win down to merit and nothing else. And I guess where, where I'm at today is, I can see a world where if we don't if we don't move faster, then we won't get first prize. And I have no fucking interest in second place trophies. Like I don't care. Like we are here to win. And I think what's happening right now with my mindset is I'm we're here to win. I can feel external pressures building in the industry. I can feel internal frustrations like bottlenecks around development and customer support and all this. And I I can't brute force my way through it anymore. There's now levels of things yeah. to do and go through. Like before, it, like for the, any young business, it's about like revenue. Cool. I can fucking brute force my way through that. I can go, me, myself, I can go and get enough revenue to support a 10-person team. Fine. We're at a point in this business now where I cannot brute force my way through and I've got to be thinking a little bit smarter. So that's my job now. I just need to be more strategic, think a little bit more and put the right people in the place so it's not just one Thing, it's not just revenue. Cool, let's get cash flow in and sustain the business. We have to move faster in other areas in order to win. Like it. Well, let's let's wrap it up there because that is thirty minutes of tasty goodness. Um, well, before we go, what are you going to do to <laughs> to solve this problem? Then uh, two things. As, as other I was, than bitching wine talking, on a podcast. <laughs> as I was talking, I thought there's there's, there's two key things I'm going to do instantly after I get off. As soon as you press stop. Um, I'm going to message Gav and be like, listen, I've been shit. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Take me back. Um, I know he goes away on the 7th of Feb as well, so I'm going to get some time booked in, so then that's at least ticked off. Um, and then secondly is put a whiteboard next to my new desk. I'm just going to make a list of some of the stuff that are the big problems that I need to solve so I can see it in front of me every single day and allocate time to that every single day. Uh, and then if I, had a, if I had a third one in there, is I'm going to try and spend some time with some other founders. I'm going to reach out to my uh, my, mm. my network and see. So if you're listening to this, you guys are cl- technically classed in my network. Um, I appreciate listening to the show. If you've got this far through this therapy session, um, I'm looking to sort of connect with people that have um, gone from 10 to a minimum of 25 people. So if you run a company right now and you are 25 people plus, uh, I would love to hear from you. Um, 
whether you run it now, you've done it in a, in a previous job or previous life, but you were the founder, CEO of that company, um, please reach out wherever you are in the UK, potentially within Europe. Like if I can come and spend some time, I think one thing I need to do is just start building my network of people that are going through this as well or have been through this um, to sort of take some key learnings away. So I think that's the only way I'm going to be able to move as fast as I want to. I'm not, I've, I've got the ego that I think I can do it all on my own and I would love to just tap into some experiences that people of this show have had. Like it. Email again, Adam, is? Startup Diary. <laughs> uh, Startup Diary at nbs.fm. So that's nbs, it stands for no bullshit. .fm. That is correct, by the way, guys. We have a couple of people ask about the uh, the uh, email address. It is nbs.fm. Um, and on that note, don't forget to hit subscribe if this is the first time you've been here. If you care about business and want to do something impactful in this world, it's not just about this show. It's about the network of people that we connect with. Subscribe to the show, head over to Facebook and search for Business Startup Club. There are some much smarter people in there that are helping each each other every single day. Head over there, jump in the conversation. Don't be a lurker. Uh, on that note, we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.